to the Chase podcast, guys. Welcome back with another episode of Cut to the Chase. I am your friend, your confidant, Mr. Chase Abel. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. So happy that we have episodes and we're continuing with these episodes. We are growing, which is really, really good. Appreciate all you guys for listening, tuning in, subscribing. That's one thing, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast. It's, you know, it's a free, just a free subscribe. Go on YouTube. Just hit click subscribe. We are on all podcast platforms, Spotify, YouTube, and um, Stitcher, and all those weird other things that you guys may have that I may not know about because I'm old. I grew up in the 90s. Don't want to know about it. Don't care. So, (laughs) Um, no, please do, though. Uh, Thanks again for tuning in. (laughs) We really try to reach some benchmarks here. Uh, and a lot of pressure coming up from up top from the uh, from the label. <laughs> a lot of pressure coming up top from the label, guys. I need to. I got to start showing some uh, some gains here. Right? <laughs> the budget, the budget may be cut soon, so we gotta. I need some help. Any help? <laughs> um, feeling good today, guys. Feeling good. I uh, first of all, I'm very happy right now because. Coming to the studio here today, I uh, ended up stopping by, getting some food. I didn't really eat uh, today, so I ended up going to my go-to spot for a quick little bite, which is Wendy's. And, uh, yeah, I know you guys are probably thinking, well, I should not eat Wendy's. Listen, shut up. I wanted Wendy's. I love Wendy's. Wendy's is one of those places you just go, and there's so many options, you know. I've never been to a fast food joint where there's, like, so many options for one type of cheeseburger. You know, they they got like a they have like a they have a cheeseburger, but then they have like a then they have like a double cheeseburger. They don't have like a single patty cheeseburger. It's like, ugh, whatever. But anyways, went to Wendy's. <clears throat> I ordered a spicy chicken sandwich, and what I was surprised about was that the kid that was behind the register that was working, I mean, the kid was like, this kid was, his customer service game was on point. You know, he 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 introduced me with like kind of like a singing, welcoming, inviting type of tone, which was, you know, little, you know, I felt I felt like a, it was good. I felt good. The kid was like, how you doing, sir? Welcome to Wendy's. It's like, wow, I haven't. I was like, am I, am I going to commercial? Is this a SAG? <laughs> Did I sign up for <laughs> this kid was on point? I never, you know, he was just. Everything that he asked, you know, when I fit, when I was ordering something, he goes, you know, anything else, sir? Anything else, sir? It's very nice. It was very um, refreshing to see that there's still kids that understand how to how to work and uh, what to do when the customer comes to them. Because <laughs> seems like even it seems like there's people at work, but they're still not working to me. That's what I that's what I've been figuring out. That's what I've been noticing. You know, like. I rented a car. I rented a car too, by the way. I went to Avis. I went to Avis and I rented a car for a week. I supposed to have rented it for one day. I ended up renting it for a week. And this is the thing. Listen, the bill was pretty hefty, but listen, I had a fucking great time. I had a good time. But the point of the story is I went to Avis to rent a car. And then I started looking at the uh, When I returned the car, I looked at the bill and I looked at all the fees that were like attached to the rent-a-car places. And I'm just like, why are the rent-a-car places just charging, like, just fees? It's not even much the fees that I'm, like, mad about. It's the name, it's the the title that they're choosing to name these fees. 
which annoys me. It's it's like like fucking, you know, I don't know. Police training fee, you know, your environmental services fee, you know, um, I don't know, f- fucking something, you know, no gas by three o'clock fee. It's just like dumb. And then I looked at the thing and said, I don't know, it, they charged me tw- an extension fee. This is where what I almost flipped. Okay. I rented the car. I told the rental place that I wanted to extend the car. So that means you all you have to do is just charge me another day or whatever any of the insurance thing that I got, right? And whatever fees that were originally on the original contract, right? Why are you charging me a fee for me extending the vehicle? They charged me $20 every time that I extended the vehicle because I wanted to keep the car longer. Please Am I missing something here? Why are you charging me? Or you're already charging me the car. You're already charging me another day. Why are you charging me like to extend it? Yes, they charge me every time I want to do an extension a twenty dollar fee. Guys, we're gonna have this. I don't know what's going on, man, but we're gonna have to like rise above this like shit. I'm getting fed up with this. With, you know, we have to rise. We have to rise above this. This is getting ridiculous with all these dumb fees. Um, and I didn't want, like, I didn't want, I, like, I didn't want to be like that customer that comes in and say, well, what's up with these fees? Why is this, these fee? you know, I don't want to be that guy, but, you know, the, because the guy that gave me, he kind of gave me a little hookup. He kind of upgraded my car for, you know, for the, for the regular price for a basic car. So he kind of gave me a good deal. <clears throat> and he's he was like from Yemen, he, you know. He, so I felt like a connection, you know, my Red Sea brother, you know. Do you know what the thing is about Yemen dudes? Yemen dudes are like mad slick, bro. You know what Yemen dudes are? Yemen dudes are like Dominicans of the Middle East. They get bitches, son. They get mad bitches, son. For real. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> So, you know what I should have done? You know what I should have done? Actually, I'm going to bring in my boy, Nikki Neighborhoods. I should have called you for, for, for some Yemen, some Lebanese assistance. No. You know, in the you rent- you used to rent- you used rental. Yeah, I used to work at Enterprise Rent-A-Car. So, so, why didn't you help me not take... I should have called you to take away these fees. You should have... Call- I mean, yeah, you renting a car. I need to just be your manager. I think at the end of the day, the more we have these conversations, the more I'm like, why... But also at the same time, I don't think you could pay me enough to be your manager. I think that would be a tough, that's a t- that would be a tough gig. But yeah, I used to work in Enterprise Rent-A-Car and, and, they, and, and whatever the price posted is not the price you pay. Uh, it's just, it was very. The uh, fees are tough. The fee, they bang you out on the fees. Yeah. The, 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 the one very, hour over. Very discouraging. The, they're yeah. very discouraging. They're just, they're very, very discouraging. And it just, you know, I just don't understand kind of car did he give you it was a key the first oh it was a kia uh gt line um like their gt i don't know op whatever. car car yeah. yeah 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 sports model had sports mode avis is all wheel drive avis is a tough i've rented from avis before not mm. my favorite <sighs> they are cheaper but that's that's what gets you though it's not really cheaper like spirit yeah I never, I never flew Spirit. I let me, let me. 
I almost pulled the trigger on buying spirit tickets to go to Austin, Texas. The reason why I didn't is because I knew better not to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it kicked in because I've heard, I don't think I've ever heard, I probably heard maybe one or two okay stories about people taking spirit. All other stories have been nightmares. My question is, how are they still in business? <laughs> well, I mean. Is it just because they just, it's just by, because it's just, we only have a certain amount of airlines in the air. Jeff we have Lou, a shitload of people and yeah. you have no choice. Yes. For some people, you know, people, ever, people with ever, not a lot of money need to fly to. You ever took spirit? Never. Never. <laughs> And I never, you know, I don't want to say I never will because I'll probably, I might be in a situation where like, I just need a flight. I just need to leave wherever I am, but not consensually. I would never take spirit consensually. And that's not like, if it's convenient, I'd take it. If they were like, oh, okay, it's literally $15 to fly from here to, to, to New York. Yeah. You know, fuck it. Yeah. All right. I'll do it. Can I, let me say something. You know what I think about Spirit Airlines? I have I have a I have a um, I have a plan for Spirit Airlines. I have a plan to make them better. I think what should happen is that P Diddy, oh god, and DJ Khaled, oh god, should come together and buy Spirit Airlines, right? Ciroc Airlines. No, no, God did Airlines. <laughs> There's so much wrong with putting the word God on an airplane. I can't. I don't even know where to begin. Hey, they put United States we trust and God we trust on a dollar bill. Not on an airplane. What's the difference? It's too. That freaks me out. Putting any any religious thing and that because you're flying close to it. You know what I mean. You're in the air. Ah. Uh, that just that creeps me out a little. So you think it's like a, like it's <laughs> like as you're as you're as you're more higher in the air towards theoretically towards heaven, it's gonna call it, you. God's gonna be like, oh, okay. You're coming yeah, we'll home. see. We're coming home. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if I did. I'm but not, I, I love that idea. I love that idea of Diddy and Khaled. Yeah, black owned. A black owned airline. A black owned airline. And I'm not talking about like, you know, Kevin Soul Hart's plane. sailplane. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? That'd be cool. I feel like, it, I wonder how, I mean, it's, it definitely would be a nice fashionable plane for sure. It would for sure. Interior yeah, yeah, yeah. design. Yeah, yeah. Right? All the other airlines. Delta would be looking at... We'll, we'll say that... Say Diddy and, 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 and DJ Cal bought... <laughs> bought Spirit. Yeah. Delta would be looking at it like, oh, okay. That's a cool... They're doing this with their seats. Instead of, instead of slippers, they're giving out Jordans. For oh, the, for the first for the first class passengers, first class passengers, but they're like team Jordans. They're not like the real, but not they're the, still Jordans. Still you still the, get a pair of sneakers for your flight. I, I could see that. I could definitely see is that, that too stereotypical. Is that too? Is that hack? No, no, no. That's that's pretty spot on. Yeah, I think every single person of color would sign up for that airline if you got a free pair of Jordans for sure. For sure, and it would smell outstanding. I think you know what would be the hardest part of that job, um, recruiting the right staff. Yeah, if you were trying to really do it serious, right. like if you were like, no, 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 I'm making this airline work. You know what I would do? This is what my game plan would be on the recruitment process for God did airlines. <laughs> um, 
God, God, God did airlines would basically have each flight attendant pilot has to mirror the city that they're from. So basically, that's getting dangerous, but I want to hear it. Continue. Yeah. So basically, if you're from Texas, right? Basically, you got it. We're going to be, we'll just hire like black cowboys. <laughs> but they're pilots, but they dress up as cowboys. But they all, you know, they have their wings. They got to have the wings on the, yeah, on the shirt. But they're, you know, they're, they're just African American, Mexican cowboys, you know, whatever, you know. And then the servers are, would be, you know, I mean, the whole, I can't, I don't want to say servers, but is that flight attendants, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't even call them flight attendants. I would call them a different name, more respectful name than yeah. that. Yeah. Like, um, but, yeah. In Texas and in, like, Atlanta, you know, it would be a little bit more fun. Yeah. <laughs> People like like fun. So, okay. You know? See, I, for me, <laughs> if, I owned a, <laughs> if I owned a black-owned airline. Okay. If Diddy was like, I'm going to buy it, Nick, but you're going to run it. I would say interesting. Problematic, for sure. Okay. I think people, once they found out that I was running it, might start asking questions. Um, or or they would, I would be like, if I, guess, if I saw your face on as part of the board of trustees yeah. for God Did Airlines. <laughs> it's like on the back of the pamphlet in the seat. I would say... Yeah, I get it. Okay. <laughs> Structure here. I get it. <laughs> I think I wouldn't hire, mm. I wouldn't go for the play of hiring super attractive um, flight attendants. I would kind of want, I would want a, a more robust selection, maybe, of flight attendants. Wow. With a little bit of an attitude. Not much, okay. but what, because things get dicey in the air, you can't have. You can't over sexualize the flight attendants, no, no, man I'm, or woman. I'm hiring straight, straight, like, like, like strong women from the hood. Yes. Like, I didn't want to say that, but you no. could tell I wanted to say that. So you said it. Thank but not you. like women, like, like hood, like, not like, no, like, no, 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 not no. like hood, hood, but like women who like went to like Clark, went to like, um, Spellman. Yeah. Uh, women that went to like, um, Emery. Women, that, but they, but they live, they still, li- but they live in the hood, though. Yeah, <laughs> because the pro- like they have good real estate, like they invested good. They own they, in the hood, but they own in the hood. Yeah, but they, but they know both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know both sides of the spectrum. You understand? Those are the type of women I would hire. You know, excellence. Shout out to Sheila. <laughs> God did airlines, dude. I um I got a first. Let me first, yo, let me first tell you, Nick, I apologize for... Yeah, we need to address this. All right. So let me address it. And then if I could, you know, listen, as a man, you know, you got to you got to step up and fucking apologize when, you know, you do fucked up shit. And I came to the podcast today. For, well, first of all, you were late first, technically. Mm, no, see, this is this is my favorite thing about you. Okay, hold on. Because before you start analyzing and critiquing me, let me set up what happened, right? Okay, I, okay we initially had a schedule to meet at the studio at 4 o'clock, right? I, I let Nick know a little earlier in the day that I wouldn't be able to come at 4. I was like, do you mind if we can do 5.30 and I'll come? He's like, yeah, no problem. 
I text Nick at 525, give him a five-minute heads up, and say, hey, I'm five minutes away. You know, I'm going to be at your door. He texts me back. He goes, cool. Actually, he didn't text me back. He put the like Thumbs button. Thumbs up, yep. Thumbs up, like button, which is kind of... That's a little dismissive, but we'll talk about later. We'll talk about that. We'll, we'll talk about that a little later. I feel like the like the like button on a, on a, on the text messages. It's like kind of tells me you're like you don't like you you're not you don't really care, but you're like acknowledging like you know some shit. But I, Which I was I was acknowledging. Yeah, you was acknowledging. That's all you know. So I get to I text Nick at exactly at five thirty one. You know, I said, hey, I'm here. No answer. Usually, generally, when I, you know, I don't, I don't really get, I don't quick to get, you know, upset if people don't respond right away. So I waited a few minutes. I'm like, maybe he's in the bathroom. Maybe he's getting a drink of water. He's doing a push up. He's getting ready for me. I don't know. Pause. Five minutes goes by. Nothing. I call Nick. Go straight to voicemail. Okay. Now I'm like, all right, well, all right. It's about five minutes now. I'm going to, you know, give him another minute, you know, to call him again. Rings. Doesn't answer. He. Texts me back after I call and says, hey, I'm coming down my bad. I was like, all right. Now at this point, it's 540. He comes down around 542. Technically, he's 13 minutes late. But he's not really 13 minutes late, ideally. But I just wanted to tell him that I showed up on time. Now. But you, but you did text me one minute after you said you'd be there. So technically, that is late. Because you said 530. You texted me at 531 saying you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, this so that is, is why, technically light. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why Jeff Bezos fires five thousand employees from Amazon because people like Nick live by technicalities and not responsibilities. I get to Nick's place. We go upstairs. He opens the door. I'm like, "Yo, Nick, I got to use the bathroom." Nick was like, "Yo, as long as you open the window, you're fine." He already knew I needed to take a deuce. Yeah, because you asked if my wife was home, and I said she is, and you went. And I said, you can go and use the bathroom. Just make sure you open the, the window up. Right. And, and I think there was an unspoken thing with anyone. It's like, just be expedient about it. Be quick about it. When the woman's in the house, you, you be kind of like, fig, like, save it up, push it out, be done. Am I right? That's great. No, I've never heard of it that way. That's actually a great, yeah. that's a great, um, well, you should fucking, you should LLC that and trademark that. <laughs> And and go around the country and talk to Division three fucking football players, thinking that they'll make the NFL. Ugh. Last chance, you. So I go use the bathroom, right? And I I'm thinking I probably won't be more than like five minutes, maybe you know, if that, whatever. I actually fell asleep on the fucking toilet, and I woke up and I was like, oh, it's six o'clock. Now, I didn't get any text from Nick saying, are you okay? You need help in there? Nothing. So, and I just walk into the studio. I see Nick with his phone like, yep, you're okay? Yeah, I was. I was, but you didn't, you didn't really ask, but appreciate that. So, I don't know. I mean, listen, I fell asleep on his toilet. Now, I don't know. What do you think, Nick? I just. Uh, I mean, I'm flattered. Number one, that you would feel comfortable. You have enough a very to comfortable fall toilet. Sleep, to fall asleep on the toilet because I opened the window and it gave me a nice breeze. Did you catch any whiff of like the French restaurant downstairs? It was like, first of all, the fire escape on the bath. It's it's very New York. Uh, yeah, very just yeah. It's very Bronx Tale urban. Yeah, very Bronx Tale. Yeah, Pretty Bronx. If it was Bronx Tale, um, I fell asleep. 
Fell asleep. You know, I've never done. Actually, no, I've done that before when I was a kid working. When I, I had when I was working in like <laughs> high school at like a car dealership, I'd go and sit in the bathroom and fall asleep. But yeah. Um, Okay, you know, I, look, I think I think everything in life balances out. I was, uh, you know, ten minutes late to come get you, sure, which is an eternity when you're waiting outside. And I can't apologize enough. I was doing something in here, mm-hmm. and I was holding my phone like this, mm-hmm. and I flicked the do not disturb thing on. Um, and when I checked it, I was like, "Fuck!" I saw you <clears throat> called me twice. I'm like, "Fuck!" No, 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 it's fine. I think, I think, I think you did it. I think you did it on purpose. The reason why, only reason why I think you did it on purpose because you let me wait, like as if like giving me a feel or like I'm sweating something out, like going to like to the label. You know, we're gonna discuss. You know, what our benchmarks here. You know, it's like that angst. Like you know, we're gonna, like, we're, gonna, we're gonna make him wait in the lobby for, for like 15 minutes. Before do you we think Jay Z made just Blaze wait in the lobby of Rockefeller for 15 minutes? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Before, like, he was like, oh, he might do something. Do something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so I took a, I, I didn't even take a deuce. Actually, that's how I just fell asleep. <laughs> you definitely took a shit. My wife was like, is he okay in there? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. And I got mad at her, and I was like, don't, you know, just yeah. let him go and be in there. Yeah, yeah. She's like, Some he's playing anxiety. fucking music really loud in there, like, <laughs> fuck is going on i'm like i was on youtube i'm like yeah he does that i was that's on youtube the and then, thing and i ended up uh yeah so that's just what happened i was ended up i was on youtube trying to take a deuce and i was on the my playstation where it's a uh, hip-hop neo soul music oh my god it's amazing and then as soon as you know it i woke up the the neighbors must have loved that too oh yeah it's the window open the neo soul going <laughs> you went light on too I did, I did. If, oh, if, I, if the lights wasn't on, dude, you you had to, you would have got me. Yeah, I would have. You, you had to knock me. You would have to knock on the door. I would have been like, "You're right in there. You're right. Speed it up. Yeah. I'll be out in a second. That's why I want to get um a a place with two two bathrooms. Because I, you're afraid I'm gonna sleep in there. Not not for that. No, but more for like I like separate. I think men and women should go to the bathroom in different places. Hundred percent. Not for any other reason than I just feel bad for them. Well, yeah. you know, having to be in the same area. I like my little. I like it's my her, little space. Yeah, no, I, I. Listen, you know, maybe you can convert this one. Maybe, why don't you buy this place? I thought about it. Yeah, it's just tough. It's not easy to buy places now. You can need a lot of cash. Are you like what? Rich. No, 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 this is just no. The thing is, no, it's not that. Just first of all, I apologize the way I said that, as if like you know, I know you know, like why don't you buy this place? Don't you like hate when people say that as if they know how much? No, see, that's a compliment. Okay, you looked at me and you said he can buy this place or he should be able to buy this place. Oh no, actually, I was really looking at you like, hey, buy this place because I really need a second bedroom to live in it. (laughs) Buy this place because I want to break up your marriage, but it would be great for the podcast. We get a lot of stuff done, Nick. I would get a lot of... I, I would have to remind you a lot. We would still get a lot It'd of stuff. It'd be a lot of reminding. <laughs> we'll get it, we'll, but we still we'll get Chase, a lot of stuff. Chase, does this go here? Does this go here? And you'd be like, why are you talking to me like that? Speaking of um, things that go here, you know, I had a great experience last night. Um, I ended up... Um, 
hanging out with a friend of mine. She's a uh, DJ, and she actually got a night in New York, like her own night to to play music. Oh, and she just started out, but she's like one of those kind of DJs, artistic people who always had like talent and the skill for it, but mm-hmm. just never really put it together. Like never gave it a shot. Yeah, and now she's like giving it a shot, and she's seeing like improvements. You know, people are, you know, giving her like gigs. You know, great. So she has a gig in Brooklyn, which I'm going to go uh, February 3rd. Um, I'll get more details. I'll plug it on the podcast and everything like that. But the point of what I'm trying to say is we went to, to celebrate her moment yesterday, we went to this convenience store in in Brighton, not over by my old house where we do my old the old podcast um, before the studio. <clears throat> Dude, there's a convenience store shaped and molded and f- the vibe is like a new york deli what's the name of it it's called night oh night night star convenience store oh shout out to night star convenience store man it's owned by yo this this dude was the place is awesome i mean Every single like you ever you of course I've been to a, like a, a bodega. Oh yeah, like, hundreds. The feel of a bodega when you go, everything is placed in where they it's ordered. You know exactly where like the 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 goya mango goya is. Sure. The the you know it's by design. <laughs> it's by design. Everything is like smooth. Um, man, it was dope, man. And then I took a picture. I took a picture of um. Of me in front of their sign. Um, Saw that. Yeah, it was Vita Coca, Vita Coco, which is, and uh, shout out to, uh, yeah, shout out to Night Star Convenience Store, man. Fucking dope. What makes a good convenience store for you? Do you like the food in it where it's like a sandwich, kind of deli-ish, or what's your what's your liquor? Um, It's got to have, I mean... It's got to have a little bit of both of everything, you know? Yeah. It's got to have a little bit of everything. It's got to have the diverse... Dude, this guy, uh, shout out to Omar, um, the guy's the, the son of the owner. They have homemade organic... They sell organic homemade honey mm. from Bolivia. It takes a lot to get that honey. Take Yo, <clears throat> organic honey-made hon- uh, honey. Bee that, made. This is the type of place it is, man. Bolivian bees. <laughs> That's a f- yeah, man. So shout out to Omar. Shout out to the whole crew over there. Um, I was thinking about doing some, doing some scenes over there. You know, even doing like a just like a shooting like a sketches. Oh, it's it's a good it's a good um, it's a good spot to film. Yeah, bro. It's a good it's, location. You ever seen the, like the the scene in Juice with Tupac and Omar Epps? And then the, then I need to rewatch that movie. I, maybe uh, I saw it once on USA. Um. You know, South Central, you know, Men Society, yeah, when they go into the convenience store. Yeah, that type shit, you know. Yeah, I mean, I like that stuff. I do. I like a market, though. I'm getting into Italian markets. All right. But I don't, but I don't think that they sure, have man. to be against you. I, I, I love, I love the, the. After you play back, after a pickup game, going into the convenience store, getting a Gatorade or getting something like that, and then you're like waiting at the register. Like, I don't need a Twix bar or this other random foreign candy that I don't know what it is, but I think I'm going to get it. I bought three 
winter hats at, <laughs> at the register after I bought my mango. Goya Thank mango you for juice. bailing me out on that because that was fucking incredible. Yeah, you can get, yes, and you, the de-icer for your car. It's in so, there. Something about these bodega-like stores, they will always have the something that you think you need, but it's like just out there you never think about. Yeah, I, you know, those are, they are number one. Bodegas are top tier. It's like, you're like, I didn't know they made, you know, uh, a sneaker hanger. I don't know. There's what always is that. What do you, what'd you just pull out? Oh, yeah. This is, um, I bought this at the smoke shop. This is my, um, my lighter. Oh, nice. It's butane. It's a, yeah. At the smoke shop. Not, did they have, a, and of course, they have lighters at the bodega. They have, did they have Zippos? <laughs> Those were just yeah. classic. What they did have was a turkey turkey sandwich with everything on it. Yeah, with, yeah. With, some, with some good old good old American cheese. Yeah, and and that's what exactly what they had. And I, it was great. So I just wanted to bring it up, man. I like I like going back to like that feel. As soon as you get in, you're like this brings me back to the old the good old days, man. You know, like just good old like just they're from New York. You know, the guy's father is uh, his mom's Puerto Rican, his dad's uh, from Yemen. In the Middle East, and is there from New York? Only in New York City will you find a couple like that. You're not going to find a couple like that in Boston, Massachusetts, <laughs> unless they move. Unless they move, you know what I'm saying? Unless they move, yeah. Fa- his the father, his mother's Puerto Rican, his father's Middle Eastern. It's like man, they just Yemen. Yemen is Yemen is there, man. Yemen is you know, in the Yemen, thick of it. Well, Yemen's right across, the, right across from us, right across the Red Sea, Eritrea. Eritrea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, uh, yeah, those are our peoples, man. They get bitches. Oman. Oman is like a big, uh, like a tourist, not tourist, but like they have like a nice hotel in Oman. And and where? In Oman, I don't know where. Is it Giri? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, that's I mean, interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. That that part of the that part of the world is really interesting to me. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, for sure. Lots popping off in <laughs> Northern <laughs> Africa, nope. Saudi Arabia, yeah. Red Sea. No pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> no pun intended. Who the fuck do you think you are? The yes, I'm um, I'm getting ready. You know, gonna go go away for a few days. Going for like three four days. Yeah, you're going to Austin. Yeah, gonna go Austin. Gonna get, gonna jump on a couple podcasts, um, so that'll be cool. Try to get on a show, uh, probably on a Saturday night. Uh, waiting to hear back on that. I'm honestly just gonna go there, just try to get away for a little bit, get a vibe, see, try to network, and just uh, see what Austin, Texas is all about. You know, I know you went there. We talked about it a few times before, um, but uh, you're gonna have fun. Yeah, I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. Whose podcast are you going on? Uh, Mason. Mason, yeah, Mason's Mason podcast. Smith. Yeah, Mason's. He's great. So, and Mason's always been, when he first came to Boston, uh, he always was like one of those guys that were like very kind to me and uh, showing me, you know, showing me love and respect. So, put me on his shows. So, um, High Noon Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Mason, Mason has a pretty interesting story, I guess. Like his, uh, he was up from Arkansas, moved up here, and then moved down to Texas and just like really pursued comedy. Yeah, yeah. And it's like really doing it down in Austin. Yeah, I think he's yeah, he's I think he's into like uh I think he's a welder or th- or something. Yeah, he's like a he's works at works a trade. Like he does a real Oh yeah. He's got like a real 1981. Yeah. 
78 maybe is a better year. Like Mason definitely looks like the type he has a few overalls. Real work overalls. Like work overalls. Not like not like, like dungaree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like, like you could run a knife across them and it wouldn't do anything. Yeah. Like that kind of yeah. yeah. Well, Mason, yeah, Mason, go check out the High Noon podcast. It's like I was on that podcast a long time ago. Okay. That was a good podcast. He's a, he's a nice dude. And then so you're going to go on his and then you're probably just going to meet a bunch of people down there as yeah, well. Yeah, you're just going to meet, you know, just and then I got a few people down there anyways that I know and just try to just take a little break. You know what I mean? Take a little break because um, I'm not going to lie. You know, I for a little while been feeling a little like uh, I don't want to say angry, but a little short with things with, with certain with people, especially at my job. You know how that is. You know what I mean? So and I got I hate I got to fucking tell you. I got called into the principal's office again. God. <laughs> what the fuck? So, the fuck happened now? So it. So my assistant director, right? He's he's one of these type of guys. He's kind of very very linear, very technical. Uh-huh. You know, you know, nice, but he has a certain style that you know a lot of people don't. I guess, agree with, right? Mm-hmm. So he came to me, you know, me and him really, like, we don't really kind of, like, see each other unless he's, like, saying, dressed, unless he's, like, telling us we're not doing our jobs great or he's giving us a bunch of information, more information that we already can handle. So, so um, anyways, long story boring, he came in and was like, you know, hey, hey, Abel, can, you, can I see you back here? I was like, yeah. He's like, hey, by the way, you know, I got a thing from security saying that you kind of misplaced or lost, you know, multiple badges within, within a certain time. Yeah, so, we talked about this last episode. Yeah, so he wrote up. So, we, you know, I think we talked about it. We, we, had, we had a little spat, you know, a little. Mm-hmm. So he actually he actually sent me an evite, uh, 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 an evite invitation to meet with him in his office on Tuesday, this past Tuesday. A calendar invite. Calendar okay. invite, yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing, um, a little intimidating than a calendar invite with with nothing in the subject. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Meet with it said meet with Abel. It's like oh shit. All right. I had I waited a day then I had accept though just to fucking show him. Of course. I didn't respond right away. Also way. didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, I was off actually. That you also day. didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't actually. That was the real truth. I was actually off that day when he sent it. So when I came back, I saw it. I, I that's what I. You're said. like oh, oh shit. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I did not intimidate him at all. Yeah. So I met with him and, you know, one hour we had, a, we had a meeting. Whoa. Yeah. See, this is the thing about me. Sometimes I know you, you know, sometimes it seems like, well, it doesn't seem like I definitely don't know how to get words across. But <laughs> when I'm in a space where like I'm confident in what, in what I know, then there's really no one really, I think that could fuck with me in that, in that way. But yeah, he just was like, hey, man, I just wanted to touch base and just see because, you know, he's like, because I was surprised of your reaction. I didn't know that you possessed that that zero to 100 type of um, temperament. And I was like, and I wanted to say. I know exactly what you wanted to say. I can't say it, but I'll let you say it. I wanted to say. Yeah, mate. <laughs> Who the fuck you think you're talking to, mate? But that's not what that's not that's not what I said. I was like, and he's like, you know, he did kind of 
I'm going to be honest, he did kind of humble me a little bit. You know? What did he say? He said, well, basically, in a nutshell, he's like, if you ever, ever respond to me in that way, you're fired. Without, like, saying, like, you know, he was just like, I was, he's like, I was a little taken back by your reaction. He's like, I, I felt a little scared. He said, yeah, I felt a little scared. And, um, and I don't know if, he's like, I don't know if you know, but you're kind of intimidating. Which, actually, that was, I mean, a little bit, I was like, well, thank you. But he was like, yeah, it's kind of intimidating. And I was like, well, but I apologize. And I was like, listen, you know, I, I am, I apologize. The reaction, sh- and that's never should be my reaction. Um, but, you know, I was frustrated. And this is not personal with you, but I am frustrated with, this, with, with some things here that I don't fundamentally agree with um, and how things are being done. Um, here's, here's my evidence of that or my, my opinion of that. We went, we went back and forth a little bit, but we did come out with an understanding that um, if I have any chances of moving up the company or at least just kind of like knowing how to deal with the personalities around what's going on, because he did say it's going to take a long time for us to get to a cohesive place because there's new people. And we, you talked about that, how sure. that works in corporate America. I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to take, take, take this on the chin and I'm going to say, you know what? I need to kind of relax a little bit. Maybe I am getting a little, I'm being uptight, you know, stressed, need to get away. And, you know, sometimes people need to sit down and just get cut to the chase with you and talk to you and let you know that's not always about in your eyes what you think it is, you know. And that's what he had to remind me. And it's hard to, and I always talk about, which is interesting because I always talk about seeing it in the other person's shoes, right? Try to see it and treat respect, right? But sometimes you can get lost in the sauce too. With your own frustrations, you gotta be you, true. With, you gotta be true to yourself. You gotta well. I, you gotta to tell yourself the truth too. Of like, well, you have to be reminded. Yeah, you, it's not like I'm always true to myself. Well, at least I try to be. But you have to remind people. You have to be reminded sometimes. Either you're telling yourself, or someone else reminding you to help you get back to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, because I don't. You're not you're not gonna. You're gonna make mistakes, you know what I'm saying, and you hope that there's people there that's gonna. Does, you hope that there's people out there that will kind of give you a little assistance on that, sure. to, to, to bring you back to reality a little bit. But, um, so yeah, I actually was good, and then um, he didn't write me up. That's good. Yeah, because he he wasn't, you know, you know better. He wasn't gonna because I would have fucking no. He's like this man does not. I set my, he reminds me of like some guy who would like set his desk up a certain way. Like it's very, everything's very particular. And he'd see you and he'd be like, this guy will sweep everything off my desk if I fire him. And I just got it the way that I like it. Yeah. And also I I just got a 5% raise. There you go. So I wasn't, so basically it was a day. But you do these, like fundamentally I agree with you, but then you'll tell the story and I'll go, no, but wait a minute. How the fuck did you lose your ID f- 15 times? And you're like, well, you know, no, I don't know, Chase. How the fuck did you Oh, <laughs> I mean, I told the company every, money? I mean, and you're I, like, yeah. and you're like, but no, no, no. But it wasn't about that. Okay. It's about the way that he said that. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's the way that you said to me. Fuck you. Yeah, listen, I take accountability, but to watch what you're talking to me, okay? Fuck. Well, listen, I'm glad that you're not fine. I, you know. I'm glad I'm not fired too because I mean I would have been a, I mean the trip to Austin would have been a short one for sure like I 
you See, know. that's what's funny. You you would still go. Can you get refunded on your trip? Can you get refunded on the tickets? No. Probably not with Spirit. No, no, not with Spirit. No. Nope. No, I definitely yeah, don't do go. the. No, I don't. I don't hit the refund button on tickets. You know, I probably should. You know those protection um, things you can, like. Sometimes, sometimes I'll buy tickets directly from the airline website just to get the points. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the deals on third parties are just so much cheaper. I just have to take it, right? It's like a yeah. hundred dollars cheaper, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm going, oh, dude. I'm flying American Airlines. What do you think about them? Uh, they used to be great. They used to. Right? Oh, they used to be American American Airlines. Right. Not like, but not God did though. Not God. No, did. not as good as God did. But American was. Kind of like you felt like home alone a little, you know. You felt like the classic '90s and early 2000s airlines. It was, it was. You know? it was. The, the 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 sodas were just like sweeter, the more like caffeinated on that. Like everything was just nicer. And then they fell off hard. Well, wish me luck. My flight is first thing 5:30 a.m. in the morning. Um, oh, I know those flights well. How that's, should I prepare that's for That's rough. How should I prepare for a 5:30 a.m. flight? Well, first of all, Chase, your flight, what time does it board? That's a great question cuz you know me. Yeah. Cuz you need because see that's when you now you know yes. me. Nah, that's yeah, a yeah. manager. Yeah. That's, what time does the flight cuz boarding boarding when a flight boards is just is actually when you have to be there. Um I want to say probably like 4 4 50, I don't know, 4:30? 4:30. You should know. I didn't check. You should you should know, and then you should get there a half an hour early. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if it's a five thirty flight, I'll get there like you know, four like, o'clock. It's like twelve minutes from my house. Then I can like take it. You know, How you getting there? Uber. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll take an Uber. Yeah, I'll take. I don't an fuck Uber. with the train. I don't I'll fuck leave with at the four. Bus. I'll leave my house at four. Ooh, for five thirty. Yeah, okay. That works. Yeah, I'll leave at four, three forty, three fifty. You get there, you, you, you get there three forty five, you get there at four fifteen, four twenty. You go through security, it's yeah, four forty five. You're right, you're right. Yeah. That's the play. What you do is now are you uh do you have anything that first day? What's going on the first day that you're there? Oh well I I wanna get a massage. I got I set up a massage. Oh, so sleep on the so don't get coffee. Don't do maybe get a little breakfast. I'm gonna oh I'm definitely no, I'm I'm sleeping on the plane, dude. I'm sleeping on the See, plane. See, when I go or when I fly, I'm up. If I'm go, to, to arrival, I'm up. If we're going to California, we're going to Austin, if I, if I was flying with you, I'd be up at four thirty. Coffee, breakfast. <laughs> and annoying. And Neo Soul blasting. <laughs> And annoying. The two of us traveling together. We're gonna we're gonna go somewhere this year. Yeah. That's on my list of things to um that would be fun to 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 do. But yeah, and and how do you generally? How are you gonna dress for this trip? Oh, this? I always dress when I go on uh, when I fly. I always dress like very casual, very comfortable. So definitely athleisure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have my black. I got my black. Um, you know, kind of like nylon pants, sweatpants type deal. Um, has a little ankle, ankle, ankle cleavage showing on okay. the bottom and um, New Balance sneakers, mm-hmm. black. Oh, okay. Everything's black. Um, I am going to wear my USA World Boxing Championship jacket. That's great. I'm going to Texas. Yeah. USA. Yeah. You, 
Yeah, you need to like do it up. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta just. You need to do it up. I like dressing a little bit like the place that I'm going to. It's gonna be good weather. Yeah, mid sixties. It's gonna be one seventy five day. Does get like in the forties at night. So I'll bring mm-hmm. like a hoodie, you know. Mm-hmm. But great food. I mean, I expect the food's gonna be fantastic. I've already. I mean, a lot of people from my job tell told me already where to go because there's a property down there that I'm staying at. It's good. Yeah, and um, I know the property. Yeah, I've had brunch there. We gotta, we gotta go. We gotta set. Maybe we'll set some. We gotta set something up. Yeah, we gotta go. But man, I'm just yo, man. Like you said, little by little, just. um, But yeah, but that going back to what I was saying about yeah, just like kind of reminding me that I gotta like, I gotta try to get over this like, quick temper thing. You know what I mean? Well, let's dig into that. What makes you so upset that quickly? Like what? What I think fundamentally is behind it. I think it's part of it is I have a th- real hard time dealing with s- knowing that someone knows that they're like fucking with me. You know, like I just don't like letting people. You don't like being taken advantage. I don't like of. being taken advantage of. You know, like, and it really, really gets to a point where it's like it gets personal. Instead of just being like, ah, this guy's or this person's just being a, you know, instead of just you know. Instead of being the bigger person, I just, I'm not, let me say this. I just haven't reached that emotional intelligence yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm honest with that sometimes, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's tough. But it's I'm t- passionate, you know, to do, though. but it, you know, just, yeah, it's tough. I don't know. Expecting people to be who they are. Like, first of all, being able to identify who people are, meaning like, oh, he's the manager. This motherfucker is by the book. Yeah. He doesn't care what I did this weekend. Okay. It's not personal, just how he is able to, like, function in this job, in this moment in time. This is why he has to be this way. And just going, yeah, okay, so he's going to talk to me like he's going to stick up his ass. All right. And every every time, you know, and then you're not like, what the fuck is this guy's problem? But there's some managers are like that, though. There's some managers that they're just there. I I know these people, like, they can't, they are... Their life is boring. They have no passion for anything. Mm-hmm. They've kind of manufactured an idea in their head that th- because they are good at what they do at the job that they are, that they are good people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't doesn't usually replicate. You know, it doesn't really like. And, and it's like they know that they can say anything to you. And, and sometimes in most cases, disrespectful ways. Where they're protected because they're they have a title they have a higher title than you mm-hmm. you know they can frame certain things about they can frame certain situations and scenarios where it kind of puts them in a better light mm-hmm. you know and even if they're wrong they they still are like hey I'm still your boss like this this is the final say and if you're a laid back person you you can sometimes be in bad situations that way I get what you're saying yeah so I, I'm <clears throat> that's why that's why I left management. You know, I, I used to be, you know, I, I was a manager at 19, dude. Yeah. I, I was a manager at GNC, going to school full time. Okay. And like, I've, I've always had management position. Manager, supervisor. I was a GM before for a mm-hmm. logistics company. You know, like I have some, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not fucking Michael Dell from the like, CEO, but I like, you know, I've done some. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for the reference. I'm not, you know, not Bill Gates over here, but you've done some, I, I have some. I have kind of a gist and a general understanding of how you should treat people 
and how you should try to get the most out of your employee by using not, you know, either scare tactics or fear tactics, but more of like consultative servicing tactics. Yeah, but I also believe, and this is, I'm not saying this, but I also believe that there are some people out there that just don't want to work. And it wouldn't, but you deal with those people individually and you deal with those cases. Yeah. And that's what you do. But I think what's tough now, because of everything that's happened during the pandemic and all the companies that have been like, yeah, you can work from home or you can do this because there was such a shortage of people. They extended all of these courtesies, which I think are great and I think have really helped people. I think people with families, I think people that like, you know, if, if someone's taking a bus two hours to get to work, yeah, give them a break, help them out. But I think in some regards too, like now that things are getting a little bit less, uh, you know, competitive out there, like the, the, the employers are the ones that have more, we're going to start to see a lot of employee, employee companies being like, no, this is your quota. I told you this. If you don't want to do it, then yeah. okay. Yeah, well, yeah, now I feel, you know? I feel like there is going to be, a, there is a turn where they're going to hold people a lot more accountable and they get back to being, going back to business, as they say. I think like you, know you someone like you knows, knows what's going on. They know like kind of where the line is, you know, and where to tote it and like, but then there's other people out there that are kind of just like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about this place. You know, and don't take pride in what they do. And that's, oh, something, yeah. that's that, something for me. I don't give a fuck if you are a comedian or what you're doing on the side. Like if you just don't yeah. take pride in what you do, it's like, ugh, fuck you doing? Yeah. I, yeah. And I think also that's the other part of it. That's challenging too for me is, if you're not giving it your all, if you if you not if you don't care about what you're doing, and if I, I when I I don't like people who don't want to elevate, I don't keep I don't keep people like that around me mm-hmm. at all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're like even if you're a barista at like a French cafe shop in like Queens. Like as long as you have aspirations, you have that energy that you want to elevate, and you that I don't care. Like that coffee shop would be fire, be dope. French barista. <sighs> And as soon as you walk in, it's the Bee Gees playing. Yep. With a light treble. Owned by someone from Yemen. And it's, but it's somehow, it's so, it's like so on, on bar. Like that's, mm-hmm. when you said Queens, I was like, oh, yeah. it's not just going to be. Right. There's going to be. And there's a eucalyptus candle. An absurd amount of diversity. <laughs> I feel like Queens is like, it's diversity where you're just like, how is this even. How does this even go to? How do they know what French cough, French roast is in Yemen? Oh, well, they do. They do. They're the ones producing it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, but to, in conclusion, take pride. Take pride. Take in what pride. You do. Be respectful, and also take accountability and be humble. Try to you know, it's a lot. It's a it's a new year, you know. But have you done any new resolutions for yourself or goals? We should say. Oh yeah, yeah. I do definitely have some um some real um benchmarks uh, goals that I want to reach for sure. Um they will be challenging because I'll have to hold myself more accountable to reach them. Uh-huh. But uh but I got to I got to I got to try. I got to do it. Oh, know, so. I meant to ask you this too. What are you going to drink when you're down in Austin? What was that? What do you do you drink when you're in Austin when you I'm, travel? I mean, I got. I mean, I'm not going to be that guy that's not going to drink if he's Austin. If he's in Texas, I'm saying, what, do you get into it? You're going to go beer. You're going to go heavy beer. I don't and do whiskey? beer. I'm not a beer guy, dude. Yeah, I'm not a beer guy. Gets me, me bloated. I, I haven't found the right beer. 
I'm just not a beer guy. If I'm going to go, you know, I'll do Honey Jack whiskey. Two, two ice cubes. A yeah. gentleman. In a sifter. <laughs> a, a snifter, I think. Is a snifter or sifter? A sifter is what people who are in the fields use to sift out rocks what's and the, minerals. What's the, the cocktail glass? Oh, a snifter. Oh, I always thought it was a sifter. If you put one in, it can be a sifter in a snifter, but it is, it is I believe. Let me look this up. Because... Okay. I always thought it was sifter. It sounds better. Okay, I could see honey jack is oh god. Nice honey jack whiskey, like a couple ice cubes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's snifter. Yeah. Cause you can you roll you go like this and then you sniff it. So snifter. Snifter. So the S N I F T E R. Okay, I guess I'll call it that. The large bowl allows the drink to be swirled, and shorter mouth traps aroma. A shorter, a shorter mouth traps aroma, and allows the drinker to enjoy a more prominent smell as they sip. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, with honey jack. That's right. You really want to get that honey in there? <laughs> I'm such a pussy. <laughs> no, honey jack is like honey jack is what like. It's a little sweet. Yeah, but it's also Jack Daniels is not a pussy drink. That when yeah. someone drinks Jack Daniels, my grandfather used to drink Jack you know what Daniels. I'm gonna do? I think I'm gonna go in. I'm. A, I, there is gonna be one night I'm gonna order a, like a hundred dollar scotch, like a hundred dollar shot. Like a, See, like I, I don't. I don't support that. You don't, don't support do that. I not in Austin, dude. Come on. No. Save that for like Atlanta or mm. Miami or New York. You know. You're right. You're Austin, right. it's like you're gonna go there and people are people are gonna be in the bar with no shoes on. Should I buy a belt buckle and yes and boots? I don't think you should get boots. I think you go belt buckle, t-shirt. Tuck in the t-shirt. With yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think you go. I think you go eagle, American eagle belt buckle, with the with the flag and the eagle on it. Alhamdulillah. <sighs> And I think you go trucker hat maybe or sh- or t-shirt like just one of those like like rubies in Austin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely gonna buy a couple local cool yeah. tees. Yeah. You know, because I like finding like the local bar or tea. You know, merch. Yeah. You know, I like I like doing that. Maybe a maybe like a um a, one of those flannel shirts, but like the lightweight ones. Okay. You know. All right. Yeah. I mean, shit. You're just trying to dress me up like as the black hacksaw Jim Duggan. I feel like it's so, you know, ho. Yeah, exactly. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Give, give, give Nick any room of creativity. He's going to take it over. He's going to like, first of all, the verbiage that you were using to set up this podcast, the studio. I don't know where you got that from. I don't know if you've been, you've been. Watching old nineties like film, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know, but you you definitely look like like a director. You kind of look like Al Pacino, like Al, like Al, like you worked with Al Pacino. Like that's the vibe that I get. Yeah, like you. you I look at like I look at really really talented actors, not like select like Leo, but I look at like Pacino, Bobby Carnavale, and I go, what do they wear? And that's what I wear, dude. Bro, that was painful for you. I, I could see that that was a, painful for you. I have like a cramp 
in my hamstring uh-huh. um, and my right my right hamstring. Yeah. Do you get have you ever get like cramps before? Yes, you need to drink water, and that's also why you fell asleep on my toilet. Look at how little water you drank. To like a good on mic water break. Cut to the chase podcast, guys. I fucking, you know, need to drink more water, apparently. Um, I need to start, um, you know, reaching my goals and benchmarks before this podcast gets cut. That was one thing, too. Um, <laughs> I got to start. Chase could tell. Chase got nervous because I started asking him when he came in here. I'm like, okay, did we follow up on this thing? Did we do this? No, I like it. And, uh, you know. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I said, nope, not yet. I said, I'm, but I'm telling you, it's. it's, it's ah, Cut to the Chase podcast, guys. I w- you could follow me at Chase Abel, C H A S E A B E L, on Instagram. I'm on TikTok uh, at Chase Abel underscore comedian. Guys, check me out there. Uh, I actually put up a little clip of some, um, like a little crowd work I did on TikTok. I don't know how it's been doing, but I just put it up. So we'll see. Check that out. Um, also, follow at my boy. Studio Nikki Neighborhoods at Nikki Neighborhoods Instagram, please. His Instagram's at Nick Nikki Neighborhoods. Oof. God, the indigestion on the plug. <sighs> Go check it out. Go check out the videos. <laughs> Comment on the thumbnails. <laughs> Comment on the fucking that was a bad <sighs> Yeah, you know, to the people that are listening right now, we really appreciate you being a fan early. This podcast is only gonna get better. It's only going to get better. It is only going to get better. And according to Beacon Street Studios, quarter one benchmarks, blueprints, uh, it needs to get better. (laughs) I love you guys. We out. Peace.